by forcing herself to read without any interruptions. It took a few months, but she's back in her groove. I wondered how many others her age were similarly affected by the digital noise in their everyday lives. I decided to create a simple memory survey and give it to two groups, ages 22 to 30 and ages 45 to 65. Here's what I found. I forget appointments. Young, 41%. Old, 45%. I forget people's names immediately after they have introduced themselves. Young, 82%. Old, 87%. I find I cannot remember something that is on the tip of my tongue. Young, 29%. Old, 35%. I forget important dates like birthdays and anniversaries. Young, 41%. Old, 45%. Even though I put things in a special place, I still forget where they are. Young, 53%. Old, 51%. I find that I have read several paragraphs without being able to recall what I read. Young, 59%. Old, 48%. I have gone into a room to get something, gotten distracted and left without what I was there for. Young, 76%. Old, 80%. I begin one task and get distracted into doing something else. Young, 76%. Old, 69%. I have to go back to check whether I have done something or not, e.g. turning out the lights, locking doors. Young, 76%. Old, 78%. I make mistakes because I am doing one thing and thinking about another. Young, 59%. Old, 43%. George Miller's theory might explain why we should use the number 7 to clean up the pollution in our brains and regain some cognitive control. But what about the other phenomena? What about the seven wonders of the world, the seven seas, the seven ages of man, the seven daughters of Atlas and the Pleiades, the seven levels of hell, the seven primary colors, the seven notes of the musical scale, and the seven days of the week. Why were there only seven habits of highly effective people? Why only seven dwarfs, seven ingredients in a Big Mac, seven continents? Why were there originally only seven deadly sins, lust, greed, pride, wrath, sloth, envy, gluttony? Especially since it's so easy to think of at least a dozen more. Why were the Seven Sisters, a group of women's colleges, a group of Stalinist skyscrapers in Moscow, and a group of popular magazines aimed at women? And why, when asked to choose a number between one and ten, do most people choose seven? Why is there a seven-year itch? And why do the opposite sides of a die add up to seven? I begin to investigate why the number seven played such a dominant role in religion, science, the arts, literature, business, and education. Seven can not only filter the flood of information that constantly assaults us in our daily lives, it can also help us make smart choices when we search for a job, purchase a house, or even shop for orange juice. Seven can help us find the right words at the right time and avoid the words and phrases that undermine or embarrass us. I learned that the number seven is that near-perfect value, and I wanted to celebrate, 
and share its wonderful and ancient history. I also discovered that seven has been used as a tool to define time, synthesize ideas, and keep one's mind and memory performing at top speed. Seven shows us how to get the most out of life and give the best of ourselves. It makes everyday living a little bit better. Chapter 1. Simplicity Nothing is enough for the man to whom enough is too little. Epicurus Why do we group so many things in sevens? Seven is more than a lucky number or a famous baseball player's uniform. It's the brain's natural shepherd, herding vast amounts of information into manageable chunks. It's also a special tool that can help you make smart decisions and sift through all the choices of modern life.